Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. Oh baby, I hear the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled Eric. Eric, you may have heard that famous saying by the bard, uh, all the world's a stage and... Nary a drop to drink. I was going to say, and we're just another brick in the wall. Oh, okay. Uh, I think both of those are right. Yes. If I know anything about the bard. Yeah, the alternate versions. <laughs> the alternate universe Shakespeare. <laughs> Spear shake. You know, it got that's me a, thinking... That's a mint smoothie. Hmm. With milk. Spear shake. Are we... Re- is this milkshake 2.0? Is that what this is? Is that what the episode is? Did I call it? It might be now. Oh, shit. Anyway, that got me thinking about the theater. And anyway, our project today is Play 2.0. Uh, okay. The way I want to sort of, uh, divide this up, I think we've, we've, we've taken on a number of other, uh, media projects. So I feel like this is very much in our wheelhouse and the way mm-hmm. I want to tackle it is, uh, first by looking at the, the structure of a play yes. and just making it more, uh, sort of accessible, bringing a sense of familiarity back to the, perhaps the, the, the non play going public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they far outnumber the play-going public. Well, this is the problem. Yes. Um, and so you know those uh, like famous theater masks where one is smiling and one is frowning? Yes, of course. And I wear one of those every night to go to bed. That is the thing I did not know about you and also did not want to know. Well, I, I, it's, it's how I choose my demeanor the, the next day. I don't know why I use a sad mask. Like, uh, <laughs> why do I keep putting this on? Yeah, it's like um, the mask from the mask with Jim Carrey. So, what I'm thinking is, what if all characters in the play wore uh, those masks, but instead of just like smiling mask and frowning mask, mm-hmm. it was it was like a signifier for like main character or comic Ooh. relief character. So. Rather than, you know, the, the terrifying rictus of the classic theater mask, yes. I think we could, we could model them after uh, characters that are more familiar to, to the general public. Yeah, um, it would make them a lot easier to follow, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess a little bit would be lost in the sense that um, you would know who the villain is. Um, like, you know... Um, it would not work super well with uh, the usual suspects in play form, for example. Well, I mean... Uh, Unless they, at some point, they just, like, like take off their mask and there's another mask underneath. And it's like, hi. It was me the whole time. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's exactly that's where true. I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, I think the, the dramatic reveal could still work if, if someone was wearing a, uh, a Kristen Shawl mask. Mm-hmm. Of course, the the hero character, yes, and then halfway through, pull off the the Christian Shawl mask to reveal a a Willem Dafoe mask. I was going to say a Krang mask, but oh you know, wow, that's whoa. Okay, you know, either yeah. way, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some that's a big brain move. I'm just now thinking of of like some sort of Ninja Turtles property in which Willem Dafoe plays Krang and I've wow. never wanted anything so much in my life. Wow. Yeah. Just Who'd... brain brain on that for a minute. I, I will. I'll build a robot body around that brain. Especially as, as sort of tastes in media change, you know, uh, the, the hero character could potentially be 
um, Thor, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yes. And but the villain could be, um, you know, s- someone maybe a rising star from Ooh. from uh, TV rather than the the silver oh. screen. And that's how they they get their big break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, someone's I- in vogue when their face is the hero or villain face yes. or whatever yeah exactly so okay so wait what we're proposing here is that there are actually actors on stage and mm-hmm. they have masks with other actors on them mm-hmm. uh because uh, so that because the these these actors are so well known that um you kind of assume that their role based on uh who they, who they are exactly so, so yes mm-hmm. i see but but like obviously actors and Krang, and um, but potentially some other mm-hmm. characters, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think the the saturation of cultural knowledge about Krang is, I think, absolute, and so um, yes, everyone immediately understands that shorthand. What if what if we use this to extend kind of like um, the the metaphors of of like turn these characters into metaphors so it's like i don't know uh could be could be anything like could be like cool boat and then you know that uh, like the mask is a picture of a cool boat uh and you know that they're cool and they can go on water Mm -hmm. um and those are like attributes that are communicated directly through through the mask and so it gives these this is like a way to deliver a lot of a lot of backstory that you don't have to expose exposit exposit exposition nate so you're suggesting rather than that tedious trope in plays where someone was like hello i'm a boat you just know that yeah it, yeah because yeah. he looks like a boat he's boat face boating McBo- hey hey now hey i didn't mean to go there but uh, that's full circle is and, and yet here we are i just picked the cool boat out of the out of the blue i could have picked like cool lawnmower so um, as you as you may live know, by the blade, die by the blade of grass. Lawnmower, continue. Uh, as you may know, some operas and and operatic works are accompanied by uh, an orchestra, and I think that lends sort of a, a sense of gravitas to the whole thing. And uh, well, that's the opera. A, we're we're folding that into plays now. Well, it, it's a theatrical work. Yes, yes, got it. Come with me on this voyage. I'm I'm on I'm I'm on my cool boat. So and also sort of on the on the flip side of that coin is that some uh, movies, as you may know, have uh, like a Will Smith rap. Yes. And what I'm suggesting is, what if plays had an orchestra, but the orchestra was basically a, a DJ or a rapper? Ooh. Now would they would they be just there for some kind of like the like theme song or would they just be uh deliver the accompanying music for the whole thing i mean probably both right yeah yeah you'd you'd think Mm -hmm. like just lay down some some dope beats during sort of the the play itself but then the the theme song sets up the premise of the play like Right, you know, my name's Godot, and I'm here to say, <laughs> and th- and then they just kind of trail off, and then you're left waiting for. It's just that, and then an hour of absolutely nothing happening, and yeah. then you go home. <laughs> uh, more like waiting for don't go. 
You know how on uh, like Jackbox they have those emoji blasts when people are like looking at answers? Yes, of course. What if that? <clears throat> oh yeah, <laughs> no, but um, real things. Well, throwing real things at the at the stage, like um, vegetables, um, feces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in a in a supportive way, not in a, a like. You're bad and I'm throwing things at you. It's just like, it's just, we have to normalize it so that it just becomes a part of the the theater going experience. You just react to things that, you know, uh, yeah, every, every seat or maybe in front of every row, there's like, um, there's a trough of just stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you just pick out, um, you know, if you, if, if something touches you in a certain way, you, you pick up the, uh, so the, corresponding thing that makes you feel that way and then throw it onto the um yeah and then the the performers will will kind of get a sense of the energy of the room yeah i like that very much because i was thinking you could just have uh you know like a screen running up the side of the stage but but the the physical aspect of this just yeah you have like literal piles of stuff mm -hmm. if something if something saucy happens and you're just pelting the the play with with eggplants um yes you know it's it's sort of like a real-time poll of the audience as to as to how well they think the play is going and i love that yeah yeah it's wonderful so you said you can can adjust the the play as you go like Mm -hmm. it's interactive this part sucks yeah exactly (laughs) time to throw more eggplants (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really a eggplant heavy portfolio, I'm imagining. Or, or maybe, or maybe it's just um, you throw what you what you would like to. You you have to be the mm. thrown object that you want to see in the play. So you brought up the the trough of of huckable vegetables, and I like that very much. Um, I'm wondering if rather than uh, traditional seating, as one might find in the theater, it's, it's more of like a a rail that you lean against so you can get not only leverage to throw your things but also so you can sort of lean and and like put your hand on your chin like you are a true cultured person of the arts there's nothing that says culture like touching your face Mm -hmm. pensively Mm -hmm. and sort of slightly frowning and slightly furrowing your brow oh yeah yeah that's key and so everybody at the play just sort of stands and and leans and uh, occasionally reaches into the trough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds great. Now, uh, as we have a, a DJ providing sort of ongoing uh, sort of flavor music for this whole production, mm-hmm. what if there was a mosh pit down at the front? That would uh, so uh, yeah I um that's interesting because you generally associate um theater going with just like being in a seat mm-hmm. and uh, changing it to a to a more you know like stand up experience that's 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 very interesting in itself and then that opens itself up to um all the all the cool concert things like mosh pits and crowd surfing and uh, um I don't I don't know yeah I, Dr- I, I drinks. I'm I'm trying to think, you know, what is what is missing from uh the theater going experience and I think part of it is is that active involvement in in the production itself. And mm-hmm. especially if you're if you're right down front sort of part of the action um and 
something great happens in the in the play and one of the actors is like what and like leaps into the crowd that would be amazing <laughs> yeah exactly um i had a i had an idea um it's kind of similar to this what if um what if the audience stood on the stage mm-hmm. and the performers were were in the in the crowd in the pit how would that change the experience I mean, it would be a different perspective. It sure would. It'd be harder to see because all the lights are on the stage. But there's there's a kind of um, intrigue to the role reversal. Mm-hmm. Would you feel as though you had to be the play? Yeah, the all all eyes are maybe the performance. The play itself is they're playing as the story is these people went to. A, a theater a theatrical performance and that's that's the whole that's the the story mm-hmm. um they sit in their seats or they they stand in the in the area and then they're just uh they're watching you watching them mm. and you're watching their immaculate performance of people who are watching a theatrical performance but the interactivity is like just completely flipped around because what they're watching and what they're reacting to is in fact you. Now you are play. I think this would be a hit in Soviet Russia. <laughs> um, I really like this. And I like the idea of like the, the quote unquote audience. That is to say the actors yelling out uh, carefully prepared responses that sort of drive you the yes. actual audience to sort of perform for them yeah mm-hmm. um i think we've sort of ad- addressed this already but i think there's very much something around the idea of interactive fiction and we've definitely gone down that hole already mm-hmm. but i wonder if we can if we can blend this even more maybe there is no seating there is no definitely still troughs of vegetables yes but it's more sort of an interactive fiction where you are play but also actors are play and maybe and everybody gets a mask whoa everyone is play everyone is play and i think what this opens up to everybody is the idea of sort of vulnerability and also a sense of danger because only the actors know what the play is about, but you still have to be in it. Ooh, this is kind of like a blind, uh, blind experience. Mm-hmm. And then you you like kind of get clues over time from the audience's responses as to what the actual story or plot is to your performance. Mm-hmm. And I think what the the cool part of this is is that if I don't like what anybody is doing, I can throw an eggplant at them. Wow. Um, not just the actors who are yeah. used to, to being pelted by eggplants, but anybody. It's sort of this this transmedia experience more so than just like going and watching something. Right, right. Um, it would be funny if one of the, just one, one of the objects in the troughs in the situation is a gun. <laughs> would it be funny? Yeah, it would be hilarious because like, you know, one of the actors, the troughs are like among the audience members, which is pop populated by the actors of the play who knows who know what's going on Mm -hmm. so in one of those troughs one of the actors very early on perhaps in the first act takes the gun and throws it onto the stage Mm. 
and then then it's on then you know that it it it's gonna it's gonna go off by the end of it and then this is a, just kind of like a hunger games type um i was gonna say uh, thing. i know you were making a a, a check gun reference but i thought you were gonna make a the purge reference well sure that's how you find out that the that you're acting in the purge or that it's now the purge oh sure sure which brings me to my next point mm-hmm. my, my next like thought here which is if the actor's our our play mm-hmm. and you as the audience as the actors are play what isn't play i mean is anything not play right so then yes everything would be play but in order for that to have any meaning you would have to have like these set locations these set zones which are most definitely not play which could be like you could take a building and just like the inside of the building, you could just like designate the, the inside of this this building as a non-play zone. So that like, you know, the entire world, everything is, how did, how did one uh, balding man put it? Balding goateed man put it? So if all the world is a stage, then you have to like that doesn't mean anything until unless some parts of the world are not stage. Mm-hmm. And so you go and you create these like anti theaters mm-hmm. that are just not that they don't have play in them. And that's the only respite from the the ongoing performance art that is your life. Wow. I mean, yeah. If if indeed all the world's a stage and then in parentheses except for places that are explicitly not a stage i i I know what to call those by the way Uh uh-huh well i don't know you're gonna have to help me but (laughs) but uh, we could like if if (laughs) if if everywhere is is where you can where there is play then you need a play like a play (laughs) a play place a no play place like a McNo play place. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wonder if there's a word for that. Specifically like the opposite of play. Hmm. Like your grounded place? Just, I, I want to I grapple with sort of the implications of this a bit more. Um, because I think the problem with everything is play is that there's there's kind of no way of of i want to say keeping score because typically there's no like leaderboards in plays but i feel like there needs to be a bit of a you know at this juncture in this location these people are the actors and these people are the audience right and so i think we need um maybe just sort of some some ownership like if if we can abstract like the bard into maybe just like a coveted title mm. based on maybe it's maybe it's audience voting via you know proxy eggplant that oh yeah uh at, at, at any given point in any given location inside play any given play place mm-hmm, somebody is the bard uh-huh and, and now, then, now what what would the bard like what what is that person's responsibilities 
uh, they are the one who knows what oh, plays. what's going on. I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see. But it could change in an instant. Uh-huh. I wonder if there are different personas for this bard uh, character. Like, you know, if you're you're kind of mischievous uh, and like kind of you wrote, you like to ride a skateboard and you just like to defy authority all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be Bard Simpson. Mm-hmm. This is this is exactly what I'm getting at. Like bringing that sort of beloved uh, media property into play. That's right. And people instantly are like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah, they they wouldn't have a cow. I get it. Eat my shorts. That's right. Let's talk about branding, because this turned into sort of a a heartbreaking work of staggering genius instead of mm-hmm. uh, the thing that I thought it was going to be. <laughs> you don't expect genius every time i do but Good. not on this level oh yes yes true this is this is We've you know, ourselves yeah face god and walk backwards into hell kind of level <laughs> yes now what you suggested is that there are places that aren't play yeah a no play place mm-hmm. is that really the name you were thinking of yeah a no play place i don't know where the mick comes from well i mean i do know but Maybe what I was thinking, in a sense, is that this definitely isn't even a play anymore. Mm-hmm. It's the it is indeed the opposite of play because it is ongoing and inescapable. Right, yeah. and so it is no longer a play; it is work. Ooh, right. Um, is it all work though? Like. <laughs> Uh, like all like a hundred percent work and and zero percent play so i think this is this is uh it would be a handy shorthand on those places that aren't play right there could just be a sign above the door that says no play Uh uh-huh uh-huh and so it's it's sort of like you don't even need a word for for it otherwise you Mm -hmm. just need to know its absence right yeah yeah a lot of dull boys in there if there are things in your life that you want redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at theredesign.design or on Twitter at theredesigncast. We'd sure love to hear from you, and you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave a star rating or review on iTunes, or share it with a friend. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.